Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully, joined by Gordon Mack, who is going to pop into your screen momentarily. There he is on today's show. We'll talk about Bowerman getting another elite women's mid-distance runner, another whereabouts violation in the world of track and field, and a Diamond League cancellation. But first, let's start off with everyone's favorite segment. What's Gordon hearing about cross-country? Well, we're both hearing things about cross country, right? So it's not mm-hmm. just me. Other people are hearing things. Uh, but through the the newswire today, Friday, I mean, this podcast be, could become super old news by the time we post it. So if it is, I'm sorry. You're at the pretend you're in a time machine and you're hearing news without us knowing, whatever. Regardless, what I'm trying to say is today the Board of Governors are meeting, NCA Board of Governors, to vote. On one item and one item only, are they going to cancel fall championships? Not fall sports, just the fall championships, right? So the thing is, NCA can't cancel anything, right? All they can do is just cancel championships. But the thing is, if you cancel a championship, then all the schools are going to be like, why would we bother having a regular season if we can get no championship? However, there is a sport out there that would rather would have a regular season, and that is football, right? You could see football wanting to I mean think about it. How many you you don't need an NCAA championship to have a uh entertaining successful football season because you can still have your 10 games, you can still have a conference championship, you can still have bowl games and nothing nothing changes, right? And you can have a football playoff because NCAA doesn't control Power 5 championships for football. Anyway, yeah. regardless other than other than other than eligibility other than eligibility, NCAA is not that involved in, in FBS when it comes down to it. Yeah, but what? so what's going to happen, though, is if the Board of Governors votes to cancel fall sports, that is going to be a way to kind of maybe move the needle on college football. But regardless, this isn't a college football podcast. This is a college cross-country track and field and NBA <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about how it affects what we care about most, which is the Sixers play for first time since March in about five hours from now, which I'm really excited about. Uh, but uh, I think this is, I think what might happen is I think that if you think about it, the whole reason why mm-hmm. we're even talking about having sports is because of the financial reason. But the only sport that matters financially is football. Like, they're not trying to save cross country. They're trying to save football, mm-hmm. right? So I think what's going to happen is I think 
that the NCAA today is going to announce that all fall championships are either canceled or being moved to the spring, right? And then by fall championships, I mean all D3, all D2, all D1, except Power 5 slash Group of 5 football, which is the typical mm. football. So no FCS-like Division one double A's, what they used to call it. So, I so think are you that's reporting all this? Do you have no, I'm not you have, is this is Gordon's I, hunch, or is this this is what I you think have is, sources this is on the I, board of governors? This is where I think it's going to happen because I think if you okay. think about it, they are going to cancel everything that doesn't make money, right? Cross country doesn't make money. Okay. Tennis doesn't make money. Field hockey doesn't make money. Volleyball doesn't make money. Division two football doesn't make money. Division three football doesn't make money. They can all right, cancel all, right, all that. Stop picking on the little guys. I get it. I get it. <laughs> doesn't make money, right? So, okay. And if you think about it, the NCAA could be like, all right, the whole idea is risk, right? So why don't we make? Why don't we limit the risk? The NBA, right? Technically, they should have brought. They could have brought back all thirty teams, but there's like, hey, let's lower the risk. Let's only bring back twenty-two of the thirty. So the eight teams that really aren't ever going to make the playoffs don't even bother coming. I think they're going to be like all these sports that don't make money, which yeah. don't have a financial need. Just stay home. Let's just have the sport that makes money to keep sports operating for the next ten years. And I think that's what's going to happen. And I think football, though, Power 5 football, doesn't want them to do that because the optics. The optics of all sports except for the fo- the big one, football playing, just doesn't right. look good, right? It doesn't look good to have, you know, whatever. just the optics, right? So it makes, it makes football look bad. And they, football doesn't want to look bad. They want to look like leaders. They don't want to look like the the bratty kid who just won't take no for an answer, right? So, but this is what I've been hearing. So that this decision is happening today. Now, now they could decide against it. They could say, hey, no, we're still doing fall sports. But I think it's easy for a bunch of chancellors and governors and presidents. Whatever they call themselves. They call themselves board of governors. None of them are governors. Why do they, what the hell does a board of governor mean? That's stupid. So the chancellors, presidents, and governors all deciding what 21-year-olds are going to do in college. But this is what I've been hearing. I've been texting some a few coaches, and they say they've all been hearing it. They're like, yes, this is what we are hearing. Um, but some of them are saying, like, yeah, there is an idea out there that says they're going to move cross-country into the winter and maybe even just yeah. replace indoor track with cross-country. So that's, like, the big, okay. like, could that happen? Here's where my my reporting <laughs> – Maybe contradicts your reporting because what I heard was, yes, they they that is an idea that's being floated, but it would be layered on top of indoor track. So then the distance kids and the coaches would have to decide: Are you going to use them for cross country or are you going to use them for indoor track? Mo- canceling fall sports for everything but football and moving it to spring has a very big impact on cross country and track because it's the only sport that's actually three sports, right? If tennis moves to the spring, it's like, okay, I'm sure there's some issues with eligibility or a kid finishing classes and they want to graduate and move on with their life. Okay. That's fine. But everybody else can do this relatively effortlessly. I'll say now there's weather constraints and stuff too, but it becomes a huge pileup for cross country and track and field. So that's where I could see, I could see a conference saying, Hey, We'll just we'll have a season. It won't be a championship, but we'll we'll run a. If they're going to let us compete, if our conference is going to let us compete, 
we'll do that. And then we'll turn the page and focus on indoor and then focus on, on outdoor and not try to do something complicated like having cross country at the same time as indoors. That's, that's where cross country track are different than every other sport out there. Well, the main thing though is if NCAA does drop, remove the carrot, the championship, I mean, how many coaches, how many athletes are going to want to do a sport where there is no championship at the end? Where the only championship at the end is a conference championship. Now, if you think about it, for a, a large majority of collegiate athletes, the conference championship is the championship, right? Most yeah, yeah. college athletes aren't trying to win national championships or even trying to make a national championship team, you know? Like, vast majority. Right, right. So... For the, for the vast majority, it really wouldn't matter whether there's an NCAAs or not because you were never going to NCAAs. But the question is, if there's no NCAAs, there's no reason a single NAU runner is going to lace up and waste a year of eligibility to win a Big Sky title. Like, this is not going to happen. Right. Right. And if you're looking just at the Power Five, it's hard to find one Power Five where there's not at least one individual or one team that is in the hunt for a national title. You go outside the the Power Five, maybe you could definitely find some conferences where it's like, all right, let's just run our season. Let's just run our yeah. season and compete this fall, and then and then again turn the page, and then focus on indoor and outdoor. But if you are an NAU or a Stanford, would you would you want to use it during a winter cross country season either? I don't think you'd want to do it then either. I think you'd just redshirt the whole, the whole year, wouldn't you? In yeah, because there's also the, yeah, there's also the fact like, do you want to like, like risk risk a season basically? Because even if they did move it to to the to the winter, there's still unknowns to it, right? There's still potential of chaos happening, and you only get four. You only get four swings, right? So why waste a swing? Yeah, yeah. Right? Why? And That's I think a lot of coaches are just going to be like, all right, whatever, we'll just train and try to win the 2021 cross-country fall title. <laughs> they got yeah, to put a but season if you've already, it. You, but I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying if you've already used, say, your redshirt year, eh, then there, there could be some appeal to, okay, let's just let's just get some races in and then But not necessarily. Because I'm sure if even for people who've already used their redshirt year, I'm guessing the situation is gonna give everyone an ability to another not one compete. We're do that again. Yeah, because you could Yeah, no, the the whole idea of like you're risking my health by forcing me to compete, that's kinda unfair to the athlete to be told are you either lose a year of eligibility or you compete in the coronavirus right. world. Deal with it. You know, so I think you know. Well, but we but, already saw schools in the spring. We already saw schools not give that spring year back. That spring school, season back. There's difference between school not giving it back and the NCAA not giving it back. But on a you practical I mean? level, yes. But on a okay, the NCAA can say you get the year back, and on a practical level, schools can say we can't afford that. And then yeah, the, the end result is that they're not getting it. I'm just saying, if you're, I don't know, maybe if you're not a, if you're outside a select group of, of teams, I think, and you want to get a race in or you want to have a, a season in your conference is saying, go for it. I, I could see them, them, them doing it, but 
I think what would ha- wouldn't what happen? Wouldn't this would this be the case? It's just like enough teams are like, okay, well, we're not going to do it then. Enough conferences are not going to do it then, and cross country needs a group. You can't just have a, a cross country season with a few teams that it's just going to become not worth it because nobody's going to want to be competing. There's just going to be this domino effect of, okay, well, this conference is out, and then this conference is out. This team, this team said they're out, right? They're not going to waste their time on a season with no championship. So then even the teams that want to compete, you're you're stuck without anybody to run against, really. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like pretending pre-Nats is a national championship. Like, we all know Pre-Nats all the best with, teams. With like 12 teams. Yeah, yeah we all know the best teams, teams went to Nuttycomb or the best teams stayed home, whatever. And you're like, oh, right. well, we won pre-Nationals, so clearly we're the best team in the nation. It's like, no, well, you know. 60% of the best teams didn't show up, right? So yeah, there might be that situation where you're kind of like a fake national champion, put an asterisk on it. Um, who, what team would you think would be the most like likely to like really go for that fake national championship? <laughs> the, 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 whatever, the 20... here, whatever you say, they're going to feel like you're putting them on blast. Well, but would it be, it would be old school college football, right? Where you just, we vote at the end of the year because there's like no that. actual, no actual, Head to head, so I, who's who's always impressive during the the regular season, and then and then, uh, I mean, I don't know, I don't know who's like it's hot because no no one ever shows their cards during the regular season, so you don't know who would, yeah who would do it. But like, I'm not sure who. I mean, like, okay, whoever I say is gonna find out, and then they're gonna hear it, and they're gonna be like, oh, disrespect. But like, That's what good. are teams that are like good? But they never have been like, but okay, I can't say they were never because then they're like, oh man, should I be scared of this of angering people? I don't know. No, no, it's an I, I mean, I think you're fine. You're trying to make a joke. It's a lo- now we've taken a long okay, time. It's to a get joke. To the joke. I think a team like Iona would be like, hey, we won, or like a team like Furman, or like an Ole Miss, or like a Notre Dame, you know, or like, ooh, I can get really in trouble, like a Portland. <laughs> I don't know, but like so now you, I think now, you, the, now you Portland, Rob Connor. Good, after, yeah, Port, he Portland's let you film good. their team for an entire week, yeah. and that's how you repay him. Come on, I take man. that back. Portland's good. Portland's good. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> you know, but there's teams well, that like like take advantage who, of the like, opportunity. Yeah, who are like notoriously always have a good team, who notoriously can like make the meet, but they're not notoriously in the hunt for a podium. So I guess take yeah. Portland out. Like, Portland's in the hunt for podium multiple times. But like you know, the teams it's like, yeah, we're there every year, but you know, we finish tenth or we finish twenty second. Yeah, you know, it's just hard to tell because it's hard to tell because the regular season tells you nothing in cross country, really. In the in other, even in tr- in track, you could probably make more uh, bold claims. At least you have some some fast marks in the regular season, but the marks don't mean anything in cross country, so you just go in completely completely blind. So whenever this board of governors meeting, I think that's you're saying we're going to get a little more insight into what would happen because it sounds it sounds like you think this could be the thing that triggers everything else i think we're gonna have i think we're gonna have a lot of chatter and talk on monday based on what happens a few hours from now Mm -hmm. which is why we maybe should have done this podcast a little later tonight but i know you got plans so we had to do a morning podcast (laughs) plans i have a schedule that i adhere to yes you wanted to do it later so you could sleep in that's other the other part of your motive well 
I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you heard, but you know, one of the people I was talking to, they were. This involves big names within the sport. The idea of putting cross in the winter. It's not just some some random person who said and and some and some committee. It's it's influential people who are who are talking about the cross country during the indoor season plan or what you're hearing in lieu of indoor. They got to figure that part out first. I think that's step one. Would this be, would they just cancel indoor or would they do it at the same time? I think they would I mean, try to do it that's going to be a, pa- I mean, do you think, I think that they shouldn't, I think they need to do one or the other. I mean, I think they need to do the Gordon Mack plan and just do cross country in April. Cause that's the greatest schedule that I ever created where it's just a, a, a four week cross country season. Boom. Thank yeah. you very much. Do it in April, but no yeah. one wants to listen to me. No, I, I mean, the tough part. I did get a coach tell me, like, I kind of liked your idea. I was like, thank yeah. Yeah. See, you were just reaching out for validation. I was re- reaching out That's for information. That, that was oh, the yeah. difference. Um, you're right, though. By Monday, we'll have more to talk about on this. Let's touch on a few other stories. First off, uh, Gabrielle Debut Stafford, Canadian record holder, is joining the Bowerman Track Club. 356 is her 1500-meter PR, and she was sixth in the World Championships last year i guess if you're looking for training partners for shelby houlihan who can keep up with shelby houlihan you start with a very short list but she would be she'd be one of them what what do you think of this decision gordon it's interesting her leave deciding to leave uh laura muir's training group Mm -hmm. basically you go from like you don't you, you it's a basically uh it's not in a way, like her training partner is kind of staying lateral, right? You're not like in going to an even better because Laura Muir and Shelby Hewerlin are in the same category. So it's not going to really be that big of a, of a change of like training partner status for for her. But I do think the environment of a giant conglomerate of Bowerman <laughs> Track Club, what it's become, they have like 50,000 athletes now. Uh, I think it's going to be good for her. I mean, I think... You know, she's now training with someone who lives in the same time zone, right? I guess because <laughs> Canada and North America versus Europe. I don't know where did where did she train before? Where, where did they actually? What track did they run on? Was she like living in Europe with Laura Muir, or was Laura Muir living in I Quebec? Think, no, I think they were. <laughs> I think they were in in Great Britain. I know they did a lot of training camps in. At least I saw a lot of Muir and a lot of training camps in in South Africa too. But yeah, I I, I don't so, think they were. In Canada, but you're right. The conglomerate it gets bigger. the The Bowerman crew gets stronger, and and since she is Canadian, it's not a matter of competing for team spots there. And the list of people who can keep up with Shelby Houlihan is short. Krisha Schweizer is game though. She showed this year that she is able to able to run with her, but with W. Stafford, you have another person there who can who can uh, push her and work out, stick with her. You could have a situation, I don't know if it would be in the 15 or the 5, then where Bowerman would have three people in an Olympic final now. Three? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have I mean, Schweizer, Houlihan, and W. Stafford because yeah. you, wouldn't need, you wouldn't need to sweep. To do it from the, with pure Americans – would be crazy, right? One training group getting three people all the way to a uh, Olympic final, World Championship final would be incredibly hard because you got to get through the gauntlet of the trials first, 
and yeah. then make Jenny it Simpsons in the through. Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now you get two on, and then you add her, and and you could have a a big chunk of that final field there. Interesting that the women. This is the first international athlete. Well, that's currently on the women's side. I think Betsy Santa ran for them a while back. The men have had more non-us athletes but this is the this is the only one that will be currently on their roster for the women yeah do you think eventually like jerry is just like you know seeing the long game and like realize is eventually gonna have to make like a canadian barman track club because he's gonna start growing it and then he's just gonna start start taking over and now like justin knight's gonna join next and then this person's gonna join next and it's gonna be wild it's by like 2030 Jerry's just going to be taking over North America. He's just going to have a Canadian th- track club, U.S. track club, Mexico track club. It's going to be great. I was thinking he's just going to take Real over Real will join. You know? yeah. yeah, they're going to have a uh, – he's just going to take over the women's 1500. Right? Yeah, too. Like yeah. next, next – next, Laura Mears going to be like, well, if, if they're over there, I'm going to join. And then uh, Safan Hassan's already in Portland. That's not a long trip. And then the entire the entire medal podium will be – He's, he's gonna go the he's gonna go the path of Michael Jordan, right? He's just gonna eventually there's gonna be so many Bowerman Track Club athletes in the fifteen hundred or in the five K, let's say the fifteen hundred, taking it over that you know you know how they call it like they they sponsor every race at USA. It's like the Michelob Ultra women's fifteen hundred mm-hmm. or like the yeah. Honda Civic men's five K. Eventually it's gonna be like Michael Jordan where now every basketball team was wearing the Jumpman logo on their jersey. So there's gonna be just a it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a Bowerman logo on the sponsorship of the fifteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, they're getting but very it's gonna close be called to... the Bowerman fifteen hundred, and it's just gonna be like, yeah. what's going on? He's taking over the sport. Yeah, they're getting very close to world domination, particularly in that event. I'll be interested to see how it practically works because of travel restrictions. I I saw that she's not gonna be joining the group till the fall, which obviously is is not a huge deal when you don't have any major championship to compete for in 2020. Let's talk about another mid-distance story, though. Uh, whereabouts again. I know it's your top, your favorite topic. It's better when you and Lincoln talk about whereabouts. I feel like you get you get a lot more a lot more interesting content coming out I of it. I just want to say this. Elijah Man- yeah, go ahead. Before we talk about the whereabouts, we're talking yeah. about cross-country season's uh, limbo. We're talking about an athlete joining Bowerman. We're talking about a whereabouts failure. We're talking about another Diamond League getting canceled. I feel like this podcast is if a computer listened to all 114 Flowtrack podcasts and then generated this episode as like, this is what you guys talk about every time. Because that's exactly what this is. We're talking about the same stuff, but in different order and different variations. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's 20, the pandemic is just these topics. Whereabouts, Bowerman, Diamond League, cross country, and that's it. That's the sport. Yeah. It's an it's our SEO. We just plug it in and then we go. As someone who helped plan the show, I'd sort of take offense to that because now I feel like I should be <laughs> reaching out and really going for um, ambitious ambitious show topics. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say on Managoy other than you know, 2017 world champ. He posted a thing on Facebook. It it says and he says that all of his mistests happened in. 2019 and he says that it didn't have anything to do with prohibited substance he says last year was the worst period of my career when i was upset through injury which impacted everything on and off the track 
I know I've let people down, in particular my coach and fellow athletes, and I also no matter what I will say here, I'll be criticized. The facts of the case are clear in my mind, and I'm sure there will be a time when it's appropriate to go into more detail, but right now I'm focused on compiling a formal response to AIU, so won't be commenting further. Best wishes. Gotta love the line, the facts are clear in my mind. It's a good play of words, you know? Because you know the whole idea yeah. of like, my truth, right? That's like saying this is yeah, my yeah, truth. Yeah. I'm living my truth. The facts are clear in my mind. I love that line. I, I I think this is a if you're trying to get a shorter suspension, this is the best way to go about the, it. Yeah. Well, I I think he's I think he's going to contest it, but I think he's also trying to be. It appears he's trying to be upfront. He's already offering the information. Hey, this was a 2019 issue. I missed three tests. I was at a low point in my career. I I'm guessing he's going to. Uh, mounted offense similar similar to that. Um, I mean, he's in a similar boat though as similar situation as Coleman, where trying to compete in the Olympics, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. He would need a, a one think, year ban and it would need to be backdated. Do you think if we were to take every athlete that has had a whereabouts fairly uh uh Three whereabouts failures, right? So everyone that's been in the past, like, was it like 20 people, you'd say, across internationally, right? Coleman. It's, it's been a, quite a bit. Nasser. It's been a lot. Been a lot. Nasser. Yeah. Anyway, you take a bunch, right? And we pulled all 20 of those people. And we said, would do you, if starting next year, would you be willing to take this as a rule change? Instead of three whereabouts failures, it takes four. But the punishment is a four-year ban, no matter what. No ifs, ands, or buts. Do you think these athletes would be like, yeah, that's a great idea? Because if they think that's a great idea, that means they are very confident in that their third mistake was bullshit. But if they say it's a bad idea, that means they know that they love to live on the edge and like, you know, <laughs> because it's so, so weird. Like, is three not enough? strikes or too many or too little strikes like what happens after the second strike that makes you get that third strike right you think like mm -hmm, hey mm -hmm. you know when you're in the workplace and you know you piss off your boss once you're like okay you kind of forget about it and then the second time you're like oh shoot i'm in trouble and you're getting called in and you're having to do like team mediation and like you're in on probation because you tell me more about this off the wrong way. And then the third, and then, so then you're like, all right, I better not get a third strike or I'm fired. Right. So, but yeah. these athletes, they had two strikes. Why didn't they be scared of the third? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you go the other way? What if they just made it two? What if they made, just made it two? We do everything in threes. What if we just yeah. did? What if we just did two? Why do and we then, do everything in threes? Is it all because of baseball? Like three what strikes if, and you're out. If, like, is everyone just subconsciously if, a baseball fan? Mm -hmm. I think that's it, it. It definitely comes back to that. What if they did? What if they did? You you got one right, and then the this is this would never happen because of you know privacy rights or anything like that. But just you got one, and it was publicly known, so it was announced that you had a mistest. And then the next one was six months. So if if you if you got the second one, it'd be six months, a six month ban immediately. Then the next one would be twelve. 
so and then then and then then and then the next one would be four so it just goes six one year and then it would jump all the way up to four years so it'd be like like you said like baseball where they do like a 25 game suspension 50 year 50 game suspension year season suspension and lifetime yeah i'm just basically about baseball that's my goal yeah (laughs) hey man baseball's back it was back for five innings and then a rain out came and now we're back to where we were it's of course I was watching the baseball broadcast. Sorry to turn this into a track and field slash NBA slash baseball podcast. But it's kind of hilarious that ESPN has been going six months without sports, right? And they're like, thank God, finally. Finally, we could just have a three-hour live program where we're just showing a sport and we don't have to think. We don't have to come up with ideas, right? And then like halfway in, it's – a rain delay, and then they have to fill an hour and a half of time where they. F- I feel like they just kind of blew all their ideas in the past six months of how to fill time, and now they had to like <laughs> go back and fill more time. It's kind of like this podcast. We've done 114 podcasts, so we're just doing the next one, which is just a compilation of all of our previous podcasts, which is different people. It's right, great. I'm in a wild yeah, mood right s- now. It's a wild mood. Sub- Sub out Elijah Manigoy, and then who knows what we'll be talking about next Wednesday. Who's going to join? That's what we should do. Who's going to join Bowerman next? Who's going to have the next whereabouts failure? And what meet's going to be canceled next? And then we can pre-record these things and, yeah. and just crank them out, like how they film game Some shows catalog. all at once. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or, or people can live in the a, alternate world. Like, what if Laura Mir did join Bowerman? Come up, coming up should next. I do a whereabouts failures power rankings? Get some, no. Put it into turn definitely should. ranking fan. <laughs> You already made Iona mad. Let's not make any emails mad. I, uh, I know. I did make a whereabouts failure uh, listicle, though, where I listed everyone that, was, that had a whereabouts failure in the past like year. That was that was work. Much much needed content. I was very proud of you for putting that putting that together. Um, the the baseball thing it got me thinking though. At least when there was the rainout though, they had the previous innings to talk about, so it was something. And they said, look, we've been going by it. We've been getting by nothing for months, right? They probably could have dissected the first inning for four hours because they at least finally had, because that's how I feel. Like when we saw the Norman race and when we saw yeah. the, the other, and we saw the other invites from the AP ranch invitational number four, we were just so hungry for actual races that, that so they, I bet that they appreciate that. And they probably wanted the full game, but I bet they appreciated having something to vamp about. That's true. I mean, there was times when ESPN was doing entire Sports Center, Sports Center one hour recap shows on a documentary during the Jordan I know. time. I know. Like, man, we really are trying here. I mean, I'm not sure. It was a post game show. Yeah, it was a post game show of a of a pre recorded archive video. You know, it was great. Yeah. Anyway, I was Diamond Leagues, man. I, they got canceled again. Sorry, didn't mean to. Yeah, Di- Diamond Leagues got canceled. That's uh, Shanghai's out. So now we're down to. Monaco, Stockholm, Lausanne, Brussels, Rome, and Doha. That's what's left. And Brazier said he's running the running Monaco and Lyles, so that's enough for me. I'm in on that one. We'll probably get other big names in Stockholm when it gets later into the summer. I don't know or the early fall. I'm not sure how many people show up for those, but man. It's disappointing that Shanghai isn't on there. And there also is a – there was supposed to be another meet hosted by China. They haven't said the location yet. I'm just assuming that's going to get canceled, but I'm not I'm not sure. So there could be seven. But if you told me a couple years ago there would be a six 
meat Diamond League series or seven meat Diamond League series, I would take it. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I think we would take anything right now, man. We're about to yeah. we're we, we we might be on the cusp of like like the uh, what's gonna call like the. I was going to say, call it the dry season, right? The fall. It's going to be a dry season. There's going to be no running. There's no marathons. There'll be no cross yeah. country, right? But and look then, at, look at, but at look least we have, have so we far. have the beginning. We have some track. So that's good. Yeah. But look at what we've gotten out of 2020 so far. We had a marathon trials, which loses some of its steam because there's no Olympics. But you had Mondo going crazy in the pole vault. You had Mohamed's 1247, Hulahan's 1423. Indoor women's yes. 3K, Bowerman. Indoor women's 3K. Yeah, we had just in general the the dominance uh, and, and the continued rise of the Bowerman women. We had Michael Norman doing something crazy in the 100. And we had Brazier showing signs that he could be a 1,500-meter threat. You add that to whatever comes out of these six Diamond League meets, we've got something. That is something going into the Olympic year. You know what? If we like put it together in a list, if we like list out like the best things that have happened, like like you said, Michael Norman 986, Donovan Brader's 1500, repeating what you just said two seconds ago, and you don't <laughs> tell people, if you just put that, if you just put that on uh on a in a list and you say would you be okay with this being the results that you get out of an off year season, basically a non-championship yeah. year season? Everyone would be like, yeah, that looks that looks that looks like a great year. You got yeah. the return of you know, you got Michael Norman doing something crazy, you got the Bowerman people doing crazy. Like I would love that content. So if you think mm -hmm. about it, the re we're not getting the quantity of results that we normally get, right? Because there's not many meets. I mean, we had a high school sub four mile. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't forget about that too, right? We're not getting the quantity, but we are getting some individual quality moments that hold up which i think is a good thing yeah and i'm guessing we'll get out of these diamond league meets and whatever's left of the season we'll get what three four five more maybe i mean there's another bowerman meet still and the diamond league meets and then whatever the domestic circuit produces we didn't even talk about jakob ingerbritsen how good he's running but there's there's yeah. stuff to there's stuff to debate in the off season and, and it's tough to think about the off season Mike almost fell. Sorry. It's tough to think about the off season when we never really had an on season, but there was enough sprinkled in there. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy that, that people have like somehow seemed to take advantage of, of the few opportunities that they've had. Like Norman just came out, like he hadn't run anything else. Right. That was his, that was his 2020 debut. Didn't run indoors. Didn't anything like that. Pops a 986. Brazier, when he ran his 335, I mean, he had run indoors, but that was his outdoor debut. So it didn't take them long to to put up some 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 um, good performances. I thought it was interesting that you said off season, and then the opposite of off season was on season, which makes sense because mm -hmm. the opposite of on is on off is on, but on season doesn't make sense, right? It should be in, in season, season, right? Yeah. And if it's in season, that means we should call the off season called out season. Yeah. Like it should be called the out season, not off season. Yeah, it should be consistent. It should either be in and out or off and on. Yeah. 
we need to choose right now. What should we go with? I mean, out season kind of. It's kind. Of, I don't like out season. It sounds weird. I know. I think I'm more partial to off and on. Are you with me on this? Yeah. Okay. Change the yeah. style guide. On season. Let's do on season. What season yeah. are we in? We're we're on season, man. We're on. We're on. We're not season. on. We're, and then. Are we on? Are we on season right now? We're not on cross country season. We know that. No, no, it's still the off season and the on, the on okay. season, the on onset of the on season. What do you think the board of governors to kind of wrap this up back to back to where we started? Wrap up this so podcast, podcast that now. is generated by robots. What do you think the board of governors are going to vote? There's only one meet. There's no only one item on the agenda, and is to vote on whether or not to cancel slash postpone fall championships who's on the board of governors Ooh. i need to know everybody i don't know oh, um, half of them are republican I, half of them are gov- are democrats so it's equality okay. it's equal there's one libertarian dude in there who'd like just like let's just roll the dice and just go crazy you know there's <laughs> he's from texas he just no taxes he's like yeah. no taxes man let's just do it Okay, anyway. I don't see. I just refreshed Google to see if there's any news on this, and there isn't because I wanted to seem really smart and uh, predict it. <laughs> like, they're going to vote or just, this or way. Roll, or roll right into say. our. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Emmert will say the following: Board of Governors. I just, I just, I'm searching it on Twitter right now to see. Um, oh, wait, I've been no, searching. Yeah, I've been searching on Twitter for a while. Nothing. I've been okay. I, I occasionally search the the phrase "fall sports." Just to see, like, if anything else is canceled, and I see like every like high school conference being like, "We're moving it this time," you know, all that stuff. But. Yeah. Well, Nevada just decided this mor- morning to follow California's lead in terms of pushing their fall sports, all their fall sports. I know different states are doing things differently, but I think that was the first one that did it. I know some of Wait, them are you- moving some sports, not others. Did mm-hmm. you just break the news that Nevada high school is moving sports? Did you just break that? No, no, I saw, I saw the news story. Repeating you, a news you broke, story that you broke that news. You just broke that. Did we just break that as on this Flowcheck podcast? That the Nevada NIAA, high school sport. As an NIAA alum, let me just say that it was uh, very Nevada? meaningful to me. Yeah, it's where Nevada. That's where I went to high school. Yeah. Well, are you one of those? They say Nevada wrong. You correct them. Well, everybody does that about their hometown or no. home state. No. Well, no if one you say Pennsylvania wrong, I don't care. Who, who says Pennsylvania wrong? Who's no in one, the history of Pennsylvania? Who's, yeah, but who's who's? Yeah, exactly. But here's call, the thing: go, go go to Lincoln and call it Missouri and see what he says. Ooh, I actually have a thing about that. I got I was uh, drinking at a at a beach this past weekend, <laughs> and okay, I I mispronounced someone's name, a friend's name. That's hard, right? Was it you? I said it the wrong head. way. I won't say who it was, but I, I, I said I said the name the wrong way. So it'd be like I'll make up a name. Say the person's name was uh I'll use my girlfriend's name, but it wasn't her. Johanna and Johanna, right? You can say a name two different ways. Johanna, Johanna, right? So mm-hmm. I said the wrong version, right? And they corrected me. And I thought if someone called me Gordon or Gordan or Gordon. Like just said my name the way I normally Wait, don't your say name it. Is Gordon, what do you mean, Gordon? That's I your wouldn't. Name, Gordon. I wouldn't correct them. Like my name is Gordon. I said yeah, but that's why I said Gordon. But if someone called me Gordon, I would not correct them. I'll be like, okay, that I know what they meant. They meant me. 
I don't need well, to this person them. probably get, this person probably gets it a lot. I'm sure, so it's annoying to but them. Getting it a lot doesn't mean you need why why correct? Yeah, because because it, it gets annoying. It gets but and, who, and you want What was their name? Just like, tell me their name. They don't okay, listen to the so, podcast. Hold on. If you, oh, all right, if if you were talking to someone from like a different co- a foreign country where English was a second language and they didn't pronounce the right dialect of the way they say Kevin, they said Kevon. Would you be like? Would you correct that person? No, they know what you know what they're implying. They're implying you. Like why? Wait, they're from a different. This person's from a different country. No, but like, if a person from a different (laughs) country said your name wrong, you wouldn't correct them, would you? Just, just tell me the name. Or what if you had an accent? What if you had a what? What if you had a southern accent? Are we gonna say like you can't talk to me with a southern accent? No, but if someone did have a southern accent and said my name in a southern accent, I'm not gonna be like that isn't correct. You only can say Gordon with a northeastern Pennsylvania style accent. I'll be like, no, you, you know, you, you meant me. And I'm going to accept mm-hmm. it. I don't need to force someone's dialect to name. match my dialect. And I think that's just wrong. Just, just tell me the name. Just tell me the name. and I'm I can't say the name. I'm not going to say the name. But I'm just saying, man. Like, they don't listen you know, to the podcast. Here, okay, I'll spell their name then. Spell. You don't have to say it. Just spell the name. No, no, no. I'll, Give me what it rhymes like, with. Uh, There's no way they listen to the podcast. Who, are you saying it, people don't listen they, to the podcast? We're the number one per- trending podcast in the track and field community that talks about Diamond League whereabouts slash Bowerman Track Club. Number one. I find it hard. I just want to know. I can't give a complete ruling here. Listen, you completely butchered Ulysses S. Grant's name, so I'm inclined to side with whoever. Yeah, and if Ulysses, you S. Ulysses S. Grant's <laughs> you know, great-great-grandchild sends me an email saying you said his name wrong i'm going not i'm going to not respond i'm going to delete it it's not i'm not going to answer i'll be yeah you just like sorry i think it comes down to you like they want you to to know number one because it's probably been an issue for them before and also why is it an issue because if you're their friend you got you want to take time to call them by the right name that's that's the thing it's just like when we commentate and we screw up names when we commentate and we screw up names, yeah. there's 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 two types of that stuff, right? There's the man I've been commentating for, uh, whatever. I just made the mistake, right? You know that this person's name was pronounced this way and you just did it wrong. But then there's also the time when you mispronounce someone's name because you're reading it for the first time, and you're like, ah, that's kind of on me. Like I should have prepped, you know, to know how to pronounce their name. I'm not talking about like just a random meet. I'm talking about like a a a, a big name, a big name person. Or a bigger name person, and then and yeah, you gotta take the time to learn it. That's just your responsibility as a commentator, and that's your responsibility as this person's beach friend, who you won't say their name because apparently they listen to the podcast. Was it Brian Dybel they, they, of Mouseplay? They, they don't listen. To the po- they, don't listen they don't. They don't listen to the. Was podcast. Brian? Was it Alonzo? We're done. Is it? Do they work for Mouseplay? They don't work for Mouseplay. They don't. Can work I guess? In running. They don't. Do work I know the running. person? Do I know the person? No. You do not know the person. Right. So there's Ryan no point Finn. in guessing. Stop. Alex Lord. Ryan. Is that what yeah, I call him? I don't him? know. I'd be pissed if you, if, you messed up, uh, if you messed up my name. I'd be pissed. If I messed up your uh, name, you'd so, not be pissed. You would just ignore it. You'd be like, all right, whatever. Continually. I wish uh, you had a name that I could say wrong so then we could have a true debate on this. I would but probably be on this. If, I don't even know their name. This is ridiculous that you won't say this person's name. They're not, they don't work in running. They don't work for our company. There's no way they're going to listen to this. And you won't and you won't say their name. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess that's good for your sources. They know that you'll always protect their information. Yes, I protect that's, my sources. That, 
that's what you're signaling to all your sources out there in this who do listen to this podcast to make sure you don't yes. burn them that that you're not going to say things the wrong way. We got an email that said you're their favorite person uh, on the pod. By the way, I don't know if that Me? makes you feel better. Yeah, um, I was surprised. My mom too. wrote. My mom wrote in. That's great. Is does your mom have a? Uh, uh, does she go by the name of? I could I could read this for you. Do you want me to read this for you? <laughs> Why? I'll read it no, for you. I'll read it okay. for you because well, he wrote a whole email. He wrote okay. a whole email. It's from um, it's from Preston. Last name is Mac. Preston yeah. Mac. Oh yeah, Preston. We go way back. Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you for the great content every day. It's always very entertaining. And it's not uncommon for me to be running down the road laughing out loud to myself. Anyone that sees me probably thinks I'm a lunatic. Anyway, he asked about why there seems to be an abnormally high level of whereabouts failures this year. Uh, and he said, it'd be interesting to hear from someone from WADA on the pod, either live or some direct quotes and get both sides of the story of what's going on. Any chance on this? Well, Preston, you're in luck. A few weeks ago, I interviewed the head of the AIU, Athletics Integrity Unit, Brett Clothier. Um, and that was after the Nasser whereabouts failure, but before Coleman and, of course, Managoy. But I asked him that exact question. So you can find that. Um, if you can't find it, let me know. I'll, I'll email you a link. Uh, but then he says, also, I have to add that I've listened to every single episode beginning to end since you guys launched the pod. I'd like to put my name in the running as potential biggest fan alongside the three girls from Utah. Has Gordon ever done an <laughs> intro before? He is probably my favorite host, although it's not an easy decision, but I don't think he has ever done an intro aside from the interview he did with Trayvon Bromel on his own. What's up with that? That is true. I don't I do not do intros. I, have uh, I? And I think said... we know why. No, because we want to get off to a good start and we okay. want everyone's name pronounced correctly at the beginning. So. I think I think there was a one time where I did an intro uh, and – Lincoln like messed it up because w before the uh the the fake podcast about uh the uh, shoe king on oh. Netflix series, I did the That's intro fake. at first. <laughs> oh, well, I did. I we're did still the intro, doing a bit, right? And, yeah, we're still doing a bit. But Lincoln like immediately said like, and just to remind everyone, today is April first, twenty twenty. That's right, April first and just kept on saying the word april first and i was like no man yeah. you can't you can't give away the joke in the beginning like, so let people think you know so then we had to redo it and then i just said you just open and then he opened do you want to start open opening sense. no it's okay i like i don't no nah, it's good i don't need, i don't need to open it's fine okay i don't feel the uh, lincoln opened the brazier interview uh, and and he ran he opened and closed that one so yeah I don't know. There's no real reason for it. Keep listening to the Gordon. pod to find out the next time I open. It's a reason to keep going. Right. Yeah. We got one more I want to read here from uh, Ryan. He says, Men of the Flow Track podcast. In the recent episode, you were comparing the uh, AP ranch meet to different sports, and you missed the obvious comparison. The NBA All-Star Game. Every race had one person who tried, just like the All-Star Game has one person who tries every possession, but no one is even defending them, like no one's competing in the race. The only reason those players play in the game is because they have to, even though they don't actually care and just want a vacation, just like how they just want to leave quarantine. That is Ryan, and I'll admit, he nailed it, and Lincoln and I missed it when we were doing our comparison. Well done, Ryan. I agree. I wouldn't – NBA All-Star Game, I would say more, definitely Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl is extreme, like – that's, yeah, because who wants to get like, tackled? Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> but surprisingly, I that. mean, did you watch the NBA All Star Game this past year? It was actually uh, I didn't. Like the, 
They tried. The Elam ending, like, right? Yeah, they did yeah, the Elam ending, ch- so it was They changed different. how they did, and, like, like all, like, the top people, like, like LeBron and, and, and Giannis just benched everyone that it doesn't matter, and, like, we are the five, and we're going to play these final five minutes, and we're going to try to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, yeah, but for the beginning part, you know, like I said, you just have to show up. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. But the difference there is, I guess, um, yeah, no, it's, I guess it is the same. But like, even well, watching LeBron the- James like casually lay up is a lot more entertaining than watching LaShawn Merritt run a 50 second 200. Yeah, because nobody guards LeBron. And he goes down the middle of the court and does a windmill dunk, which none yeah. of us can do. But we all can, oh, well, most of us at some point in our life. <laughs> Could could run the fifty three set the vaunted fifty three second, uh, three hundred that was laid down there. But I I like it from the perspective of, you know, not every obviously not every track meet is like this. But there's and not every all star game is like that. But there's definitely been some all star games where literally, they're, they're just screwing around until that last part. Which, you know, Michael Norman wasn't screwing around in the hundred, right? So there there were some people who who showed up there. Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Write in. Let us know if Gordon is your favorite or least favorite member of the podcast trio. There is no room for middle ground there. You got to pick. It's either best or worst. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, apologize if this podcast is out of date. That is my fault for not pushing it back, but also Gordon's fault for not advocating strongly enough. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any last words, Gordon, for our loyal listeners? No, Monday's going to be a wild pod because I think we're going to be talking about what do we do now? Because I think cross country mm. will be axed in a few hours. Well, we are. That's my thoughts. We already got the episode title. So, Alon, get this up <laughs> ASAP so we can title it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.